Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2504. Let's talk about Cut and Run. This is the second episode of The Bad Batch, and this is your Bad Batch briefing. Punch it. But most importantly, this actually ties in to an episode from Season 2 of The Clone Wars entitled The Deserter and features Cut Laquan, 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 excuse me. So Cut is a clone trooper who deserted and the story that we hear from him back in Season 2 of The Clone Wars is that he had been on a transport that got caught between two Geonosian ships and was shot down and they were coming to kill all the survivors and he ran and ultimately ended up defecting from the clones and trying to live a life off the grid. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, Cut and Run, episode 2 of season 1 of The Bad Batch, and we find them going to the planet Seleucami, and that planet has appeared before. In fact, the Clone Wars cartoon series has visited that planet, although it was actually in the montage of Jedi getting cut down briefly in Revenge of the Sith. But of course, in storytelling, that never works. <laughs> the war came to Seleucami and right to Cut's doorstep. And that episode provided Cut and Rex, who ended up injured and in their care, the care of the Laquane, Laquans, oh, gosh, I'm going to keep messing that up, sorry, uh, and Cut and Sue and their children, and allowed Cut and Rex to have a very fascinating and, you know, for a purported children's cartoon series, very adult dialogue about, you know, clones and being bred for war and duty and things of that nature. But apparently the Bad Batch had some sort of interaction with Cut at some point as well because that seems to be how they know about him. It's not like they say, I knew a guy who knew a guy when they talk about going to Seleucami. That rhymes unexpectedly. They're talking about, you know, an old contact of theirs. So they are familiar with Cut, which, you know, raises the question, when did that happen? And hopefully that will be answered someday. And as it turns out, Rex apparently had the same idea. But it seems like it's more of just a way station to try to catch a break to rest because the Empire is really ramping things up. And we're getting a lot of Empire world building here, which is really fascinating. How do you take a you know, government that was a democracy and turn it into a totalitarian regime? Well, we're actually starting to see some of that play out. One of them is, or one of these ideas, is sort of uncomfortably <laughs> like our own world, and that has to do with the chain codes. So apparently every citizen is being issued a chain code, and I guess, you know, like here in the United States, you could consider it like a social security number, some sort of unique identifier for a person, although you get the idea maybe that the chain code in the 
you know, world of the galaxy far, far away might be a private number as opposed to social security, which is not exactly a private number, but you know, that's a whole other conversation. But we're seeing these chain codes being issued and we're also seeing a currency conversion. So the currency that is used on Seleucami is now no longer being accepted, at least according to the empire. They're smashing down on that and saying that you can turn in your old currency for imperial credits and also get a chain code in the process. And we find out about this via hologram of an Imperial officer. And it turns out that this Imperial officer, you know, it's kind of downplayed a little bit in the episode, but this seems like it's going to be a major character. This is Vice Admiral Rampart. And they actually put out an action figure of Vice Admiral Rampart. So, you know, yeah, I know we could be having some discussions about Constable Zuvio and whether, you know, an action figure being released means that we're going to see a character play a significant role in anything. Yes, yes, we can have that conversation. But, you know, we need some sort of, you know, ongoing peril and it would be great to see some sort of ongoing Imperial person coming after the Bad Batch. So, you know, it's not necessarily going to be Governor Tarkin all the time because he has a lot bigger things to deal with. So this Vice Admiral Rampart person could be that Imperial. And here's what we know about Vice Admiral Rampart from the action figure. It says in the description of it that he's eagerly taken his role in the New Galactic Empire as it uh, as it aims, excuse me, to instill order in the galaxy. So that's part one. And then the other part is after the fall of the Republic, Vice Admiral Rampart is assigned to oversee the clone troopers on Kamino by Governor Tarkin. So with the new regime establishing a firmer foothold on Seleucami, Cut and Sue realize that they can't stay on Seleucami, they're going to have to go somewhere else, which leads to the whole action sequence toward the end and trying to get Cut and Sue safely off of Seleucami, which has kind of vibes of the opening of Solo A Star Wars Story as well, having to you know get through an Imperial checkpoint to get to a shuttle and get off planet. And there are, you know, two sort of things that are set up, one of which I hope does not continue. It certainly has the, you know, possibility of continuing, but I think they're going to resolve it. And another one that looks like it's the setup or something that's going to continue onward. The thing I hope doesn't continue is the notion of getting rid of Omega, right? So, you know, Hunter and the rest of the Bad Batch decide that Omega going with a family might be better for her and are trying to make the right decision, but she doesn't want to go and she's going to stay with the Bad Batch. So, you know, Hunter at the end says, you know, if this is where you want to stay, then you're staying here. And hopefully we don't run into more situations <laughs> where they try to get rid of her again because I think that would be kind of a ridiculous thing to continue on as a plot trope for the Bad Batch, as it were. But something that does seem like it's probably the first of many interactions that we're going to see with the you know witty repartee going back and forth and people giving each other the business. Tech and Echo seem like they're going to be getting into it on a regular basis. Ultimately, their skills kind of overlap in a way, and so it seems like in future missions they're going to be asked to you know partner up 
on various hacking projects and that sort of thing. And if one of them isn't working as fast as the other one wants or getting it done, there's you know ample opportunity for them to be sniping at each other. And so, of course, all's well that ends well in the episode. And the Bad Batch, you know, it didn't seem like they were looking to settle down on Seleucami for sure, but they you know, probably got to stay for less time than they had hoped they would. And where they go from here? Don't know. Rex didn't tell Cut where he was going, so it's not like they can say, hey, let's go partner up with Rex necessarily because they don't know where he's going either. But we know their paths are going to cross each other at some point in this series. Just don't know when. And that's what we've got, at least on the broad overview, the briefing of The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 2, Cut and Run, and we'll dig into a couple of topics introduced by this episode a little bit more in a couple of episodes coming very soon. But for now, that's going to do it for this one. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And if you enjoyed this episode, I hope you will consider sharing it with your friends and fans and all that good stuff on your favorite social sharing platforms, whatever your favorite podcast app is, or on YouTube as well. Thank you very much for considering it. And, of course, as always, may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.